hello again, and welcome back to Gab and Grow, a podcast about the people, places, and resources at Western Connecticut State University. I am, as always, your host, Mary Beth Griffin. And today we're going to talk about something that I know a little bit about, which is housing room selection for the spring. You know, that housing stuff is what I do when I'm not here in the studio making podcasts. So joining me to uh, talk about the process of room selection, and uh, we're both kind of hoping that you all hear all the things you need to know to make it as easy as possible, is one of my colleagues from housing, Mr. Ed Mulvahill, who is our Associate Director for Housing Operations. Thank you for asking me to come in again. We're glad to have you, Ed. Um, I'm going to start off just by saying our fall process is a whole lot easier and simpler than what people are going to find in the spring. But when people haven't done it before, or if it's been a while since you've done it, it, it can get a little complicated anyway. So I want to talk about that. Um, and I wondered, Ed, if you could just start by giving us kind of a brief run through of what happens for the fall to spring. Sure, sure, absolutely. Um, there's a couple things that are going to happen uh, if a student wishes to move rooms, move buildings, move campuses, uh, versus if the student wants to stay in the same spot. Um, I would love for everyone to stay in the same spot because <laughs> that makes it that much more easier. Um, so I guess let's talk about that first. If you do want to stay in your own space, essentially, you don't have to do anything. You're done. You're there. Thank you very much. You're all set. If you want to move spaces, that's the only time that this process gets a little interesting is because uh, you have to tell us what you want to do. And you're going to do that by filling out a form that we're going to print for you and send out to all the residents, our halls, uh, the front desks and mailboxes and whatnot. And it's an opportunity for you to say, I want to move to somewhere in my own uh, building or outside my building. We call it internal room selection and external room selection. So internal is when you want to move rooms, but you're staying within the same building. Correct. So if I live in Newberry Hall and I want to move from the second floor to the fifth floor. Internal. That's an internal. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so on this, this little form that you're going to fill out, it, it's simply um, um, a room change request form. And there's going to be an option on there to say, I want to do this, I want to do that. You pick whichever one you want. We'll also have a spot on there if you wish to change your meal plan. Um, you have to keep in mind, though, the meal plans are still contingent upon the building you're in. So uh, if you're on the Midtown campus, you have to have uh, either the Platinum plan or the full plan. Centennial will be the, the same. And if you're in Grosso or in Pinney, you can choose any one you want. So if you want to keep the same thing, again, you're all set. You're done. If you want to change it, that's when you're going to mark down what you need to, what you want it to go to. Okay. So let me back up because I just want to kind of work step by step then yep. with this. So first of all, I don't have to pay another deposit. Absolutely not. You already paid your deposit. It's a year-long deposit, uh, a year-long um, housing contract. So it's only one time, one payment for the 250 and you'll have to pay that again next semester, but not, not for this one. Okay. Now I'm satisfied in my room. My roommate and I get along really well, you know, everything's good, so I just want to stay here. I don't have to fill out anything. You don't have to do anything at all. You're all set and done. So I'm just going to go home for break and come back in in the spring. Absolutely. Okay. And then we were just talking about the internal room change, which means I want to stay in the building I live in, but I want to go to a different room there. Mm -hmm. And in that case, I fill out this room change request form, and I tell you what what meal plan I want. Yes. And I turn that in. You have to turn that in. And here's the big thing. It has to be turned by a specific date, October 29th. You yeah. have to have it in housing, filled out completely, and, and turned in by that date in order to be uh, eligible for any type of room changes. Okay. So 
I have to bring that to the housing office in Newberry. I don't give that to my RA. Absolutely I don't not. give it to my RD. I nope. Don't drop it off at the desk. I bring it to, to the You have to physically Newberry bring office. it to the Newberry office, yes. Okay. And then until it's time for me to sign up for my room, there's nothing else I have to do. Nothing else to do until you uh, come in to actually pick your room. Okay. And that's another date. It's all going to be on the same form, so you do have the information. And we'll, of course, put up flyers, posters, and emails and everything. Uh, but the internal room selection date is actually November 5th. Okay. So I've turned in my form by the 29th. On the, the 5th, we have the internal room change thing, and that happens right in my building, right? It does, right with your specific RD. Uh, it's going to be uh, the times will be posted as well, uh, when the RDs will be available to do that. Uh, and it's uh, more or less a first-come, first-served basis. As long as you turn in your form, uh, you can go into your RD and take a look at whatever's open and pick your space. Cool. And then once I do that, I'm done. Then you're done. You're done, done. <laughs> okay. So I now I'm a different student, and I'm living in Litchfield, and I want to move to Centennial, or I want to move to Newberry, or something. Right. I, I just am going to a different building. How do I do that? Same exact form. It's still due on the 29th of October. You're going to fill that out saying where you wish to move to, and the date that you would come in to actually pick a room uh, would be November 6th, and again, this is part of the external selection, mm -hmm. and the, the location's not going to be in your building. It's mm -hmm. going to be actually in the housing office. All the RDs will be there. They'll have all the open spaces that all the buildings have, so you can come on in and pick a spot in whatever building that you want or are eligible for. Okay. So I'm in Litchfield. I want to move to Centennial. I come in to the housing office on the 6th. Mm -hmm. I speak to the RD in Centennial, look at what's available there, pick a room, and I'm done. That's it. Beautiful. All right. Um, so what if I just really don't know what I want to do yet? I would definitely say start talking to, well, friends, for one, that's always a big mm -hmm. thing. Um, make sure you talk to mom and dad or guardians if you can, if, if, if there's going to be a price difference, because that is something you really should pay attention to. Um, talk to your RAs, absolutely, your RDs. Just find out about the building. Uh, find out about what your options are, and you have a little bit of time to figure it out. But um, you, you have to adhere to these dates and come in to pick the rooms at those specific times because we have to be able to move the process along a little bit. Worst case scenario, or if you just don't want to do anything right now, you can still move rooms next semester. We have the two-week room freeze just to let us, let us find out who's coming in, who's not going to be here. Uh, and if you wish to move then, we'll, of course, give you some opportunities to do that. But uh, for this process, ask questions. You really want to know where you, what you're getting yourself into. If you like the type of a building, uh, atmospheres change and mm -hmm. they change uh, at the whim of what every student wants. So yeah. don't base it just on that. Okay. Um, I was going to ask something, but it's gone. So hopefully it'll float <laughs> back through my head at some point in time. Um, if, if I decided I was going to change my room and then I had regrets about it, mm -hmm. can I do anything about that? Um, Next semester, yes, you can. Okay. Uh, but if you if you want to go through the process, you say you're removing your rooms, you are essentially giving up your current space. So that could be picked up by somebody else. Mm -hmm. um, if we, you, when you're going through the process, you come in to pick a room on either of the dates and you, and you say, you know, I was really thinking about it and I kind of like where I am. If your spot is still open, you can go ahead and select your space. But if somebody else picked it before you, then you have to choose a different space. Okay. I think that was something like what I was thinking about if I changed my mind in the in the interim before I had signed up for a room. Right. Um, 
You know, if I can't, I know there are specific times that we're going to, we're going to give students about, um, when those times are to sign up for the room, when the internal mm -hmm. ones are in their building and when the external ones, what if they have class or they're working or something and can't make it to that time? What do they do? There's something we call a proxy form. Mm -hmm. uh, they're usually bright red, uh, and it just simply gives permission for somebody to select the space for you. So um, if your roommate can, uh, or your current roommate or a good friend, or if you want even the housing officer or an RA can actually select a spot for you. Uh, all we, we ask you to do is fill out the form, make sure that it's signed by you and you give permission to whoever it is. Um, but always put a couple options on there just in case your first or second option might not be available. That person can choose an option that you might want. Okay. And so um, it, it is very, very important. You cannot miss class. You cannot yeah. miss scheduled anything that you have academic-wise. I, I recommend not canceling work or anything like that. We have a proxy form for a reason, and our professors do know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, we actually, I just got a question about that from a professor the other day, so <laughs> it's it's good to let us know. Um, you know, I know at a lot of schools, people do this online. Is there a reason that we don't? Um, there's a couple of reasons. Uh, we just like seeing people and work with them individually much more. That's only part of it. Um, <laughs> the other part of it is we don't have the software right now. Uh, we, we have looked at a couple different options. Um, it is a very, very expensive mm -hmm. software, so it's not something that we're doing right yet. Um, but it is something that hopefully in, in the future, housing will be able to do that. Um, but currently right now, we are just doing it the regular old-fashioned way. Come on in. And I, I kind of do like that a little bit better because if you're a person who doesn't really know what spot you're getting mm -hmm. into or you think you might know, Having that one-on-one -on -one interaction for the staff there to say, um, yeah. no, that's not really what it is. This is the real thing. Or yeah. it, I kind of like having that one-on-one -on -one personal touch a little bit better. But, yes, so, someday we will go to the online stuff. Yeah. It is kind of nice. It's a, it's a very busy, exciting, and kind of mm -hmm. loud time in our office. But <laughs> Yes, it is. But I always like when it's, when it's going on. Any other things that you really feel like students need to know about room selection? Ask your RDs for basic information or call the housing office. Um, I, I do very much enjoy having our, our, our student staff working for us, but you know, let's, let's be realistic. They are, are their students themselves. They have a lot going on. Um, go to the, go to the top source and get the information. Um, look at the publications that are put up, the posters. I know people kind of get poster blind after a while, mm -hmm. but when you see something about room selection or deadlines, really pay attention to that. Do whatever you have to do, write it down in your notebook, put it on your phone, make it an alarm, whatever mm -hmm. it might be. But we, we have to have these dates and we have to adhere for them. Otherwise, we, we honestly would just never get through the process. Mm -hmm. And this is a, 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 a very, very easy trial run for the next one. Um, but just go ahead and pay attention. That's, that's all I can say. There's really not too much else to do, but ask questions. Yeah, and we really do try to give everyone the uh, the information in as many ways as we can. We try to give you an email. We put mm -hmm. up posters in the building, not just, you know, the little eight and a half by 11s, but we put up some pretty big, big posters, posters. Um, that kind of spell everything out for you. We put flyers under your doors. The RAs will hold some meetings in your building right. to tell you what to do. You know, there's a lot of ways that you can get the information and you really need to make sure that you read and understand and ask questions right. about it. If you do that, you're in pretty good shape. Absolutely. So, and I will put it out there, too. If you've talked to some of the, the students uh, who have been here for a while, mm -hmm. the process really has not changed. Yeah. Uh, the, the only one thing that actually has changed about a year or two ago is for, for this particular process, if you want to stay where you are, you don't have to do anything. 
we used to have everybody sign a paper yeah. and it was really cumbersome for the housing yeah. office and quite frankly for the students to have to worry about it they, if most of the students want to stay where they are didn't just go ahead and stay we yeah. took that one piece out that's the only change we've had yeah and it makes things a lot easier it for does. everyone it does um, one of the things I want to touch base on before we go is really just talking about because um, this is coming out right before Thanksgiving break too so I want to you know let people know a little bit about Thanksgiving break um, Thanksgiving break this year starts on Tuesday night, which is November 20th at 6 p.m. And so here are some important things to know. And if I say something or something you want to chime in, please do. Um, anybody who needs to stay for any part of the break from Tuesday night at 6 p.m. through Sunday afternoon when we reopen at 1, you're able to do so without charge, but you have to fill out a request to stay form and turn it into your RD. Those forms are going to be available at your front desks in the building about the 1st of November. So if you think you're going to stay for any part of the break, please just fill it out and turn it in. Um, we do have to have them by that Monday, the 19th, that noontime. Um, and again, like I said, there's no cost to stay and all the buildings are going to be open, which is different than at the semester break. If you have a Tuesday night class that finishes after 6 p.m., you must fill out a form, but you're able to stay. So, and by stay, I mean you go to your class, it's over at 8, you want to come back and just grab your stuff and get out and get on the road, you can do that, but your access will be turned off if you don't turn on this form, fill in this form. So please do that. Um, if you want to spend the night, like your class gets out a little later or you're working on a project, you can also do that and then leave the next morning. You just need to fill out a form. So fill out the form. <laughs> um, one really important thing for everyone to know about Thanksgiving break is there is no food service available, not a meal plan and not a cash operation on campus from Tuesday dinner through Sunday dinner. All of our dining facilities are closed. Does that mean that you'll go hungry? No, but it means you might have to buy some microwave meals or you might have to find something that you can cook in the kitchens of your building if you're going to be staying. Um, if you are staying for break, there's no visitation during break. We do have staff on duty each night in every building. Um, your access to the building is determined by whether or not you filled out a request to stay form. So if you don't fill that out, you are not going to have access to the building. And um, I think that's about it. If you have any questions about uh, Thanksgiving break, just reach out to your RD and he or she can find the answers for you. Anything that I missed that you think of? Uh, the only thing is um, maintenance will still be on campus. We mm -hmm. are still here working. So you, you may have uh, some people go into your rooms to take care of some you know, preventive maintenance yeah. or light bulbs or, or stuff like that. So just so that you're aware, okay. that may happen. Cool. Um, I guess that's going to wrap things up for us then on this episode of Gab and Grow. So thanks, Ed, for yeah. joining me Thank today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, if you're listening in and you have any questions that we didn't cover or if you have some suggestions for topics that you'd like to hear more about, please feel free to send me an email at griffinm at wcsu.edu. And thanks again for tuning us in. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any of our absurdly exciting episodes. Thanks again. Bye-bye.